Harry Potter is enrolled in a photography class to learn how to take better dick pics, and his professor is Draco Malfoy? Jamie Lannister and Brienne of Tarth are directing a Titanic exhibit, and Jon Snow is the security guard? Tony Stark is producing a dating show on a tropical island, and all the Avengers are the contestants? There is no way stories like this exist. And there is no way three best friends would read them and put their reactions out for the world to hear. I mean, no one would do that, right? Guys? I'm Allie Lefevre. I'm Lindsay Rush. I'm Danny Chapman. And, and this is Fangasm. The following podcast is rated H for horny. It contains adult themes, sexually explicit content, strong language, and characters we don't own. Welcome back, back to, to Fangasm. Fangasm. Oh, Welcome back to Fangasm. I'm Danny. <laughs> I'm Allie. I'm Lindsay. And this is your Barbie life. Yeah. Pretty in pink on a horse. Yeah. While being a doctor. <laughs> yeah. Hopping out of your Jeep and not pressing pause on your erotic fan fiction podcast that is blasting <laughs> for all to hear. But it is Barbie season, season 26, episode three, and we are here and ready to go. Has anyone seen the film yet? No, I see it in about a week. I'm going to an early screening. Yeah, I was going to say it hasn't come out yet. Oh, what's wrong with me? You were just getting tickets when I was talking to you for later. It's not out yet. Got it. Yeah, so one of our friends got tickets to an early screening hosted by um, the brothers. (laughs) Probably shouldn't use my real name. And so they invited me and I get to go see an early screening before it releases to the public. Oh my God, that's so cool. Ooh la la. I'm excited. I know, I can't wait. How early? So this will have come out probably right around when it comes out because it comes out July 21st. We're recording this uh, January 2019. And uh, (laughs) (laughs) so I'm seeing it on the 18th. Oh my God, good for you. That's so cool. I'm so excited. I have been watching the press tour, so seeing some of the interviews and also like kind of the rumors swirling, what we think it's going to be about, all the Easter eggs from the trailers. So I don't know if you guys want me to ruin anything, but- It's already been semi-ruined for me, so please do not pile on. Okay, well, you'll have to tell us. I'll place my bets. I'll send you a letter and I'll write it. Yes. And you can tell me if it's right. (laughs) But it has been so much fun to see like the actresses together and- you know, I heard uh, Margot Robbie was saying that they did, like, a party in London. They did, like, a sleepover Barbie party. And America Ferrera showed up. And she was like, I didn't realize it was a slutty sleepover Barbie party. And Margot was like, yeah, you look like an old lady and a toddler all at the same time. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> so brutal. For America Ferrera. <laughs> She's like, I thought we were getting, like, real sleep. I thought we were coming cozy. <laughs> she had her jam jams. Right. She, she was ready to get 11 hours. <laughs> She brings the, like, what's the Danny and Marco classic? It's, like, fans at the foot of the bed underneath, but the heat's on. Yeah. Lights on, but face, eye mask on. Like, there's just, everybody's needs are met. Comes with their (laughs) mouth guard. Marco and I sleep like Marilyn Monroe, just like our nightgowns billowing. (laughs) (laughs) Like you're on a sewer grate. We're horizontal. (laughs) Yeah. Allie was telling me that it was really hard for her to get used to the sound machine when the baby was sleeping in their room. Brutal. She was like, buckle up. And I was like, oh, I slept with a fan as a kid. Like, I'm a sound machine. I've been sleeping with white noise my whole life. That's the hardest part. Wait, Danny, are you white noise? Are you silence? (laughs) 
I fall asleep. You guys know I have my eye mask and it, it plays like a YouTube video. So it's like 20 minutes. And I typically don't know when the video ends. I fall asleep in that time. But if there's somebody snoring in the room, I have found. Hold on. Is that real? Yeah. Yeah. You know, when it, it covers his ears and it has speakers in it. Oh, I thought you meant you were watching. I thought it was the video playing in your mask. I pop on my Apple. I know those viewers. I thought your Oculus. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I pop on my Oculus. <laughs> It really hurts when I sleep on my face. and uh, No, I sleep. It's, it's soft and it has like the Bluetooth ear, yeah. like cheap ones in it. So I fall asleep to that. But what I have discovered recently is brown noise, mm. which if white noise is static, brown noise is like a little deeper and it covers the sound of any snoring passerby. So really? Allegedly. If anybody in my house snored, <laughs> that wasn't me. Not to name names. Brown noise is actually even doing the trick because it all kind of blurs together. Wow, I've never even heard of brown noise. It just sounds like a middle-aged guy snoring. <laughs> That's, you just have to like desensitize. Yeah. Brown noise, it sounds like the toilet flushing over and over again. Yeah, it's just... <laughs> It's just a whole bunch of farts. No. <laughs> Sorry. I sleep with a rain sound every once in a while, but other than that, I kind of like silence. <sighs> or sometimes if I'm in the living room and I crash on the couch, I'll fall asleep with like the office on. But yeah, I don't like, man, I had a hard time the first three months when the baby was in the room and then the white noise and then we had the shusher going and then the sound of the bassinet moving. I was like... <laughs> I like can't take it. It's like it was driving me crazy. I would put headphones in my ears because I couldn't take it. <laughs> You're like, it's all too soothing. I want. I to the office. That's what she said. What really keeps me going is the sounds of the ocean. It is more soothing to me. Your chaos. Well, soon enough. I know. Yeah, Lindsay, you're about to pop. How exciting. I hear it's going to be a really chill time. Almost as exciting as the Barbie movie. (laughs) Very relaxing. So chill. We were at a barbecue this weekend, and Caleb, like, came up with this line that he was really proud of himself, and it worked. Because, like, a lot of the people that were there were parents. And he was like, I just feel like everyone's going to be like, oh, boy, buckle up, like, do all that stuff. And he, Caleb would say, we're only accepting positive input at this time. Like, and so, like, if anyone would start, he would just be like, I'm so sorry. We are full up. We are only accepting exciting, happy stories at this time. And it worked. I love that. Good for him to set some boundaries because yeah. people are ruthless. They will tell you every horror story, depressing piece of information, yeah. and scare the shit out of you. And you're like, hey, bro, I didn't ask. Right. I don't want to know. Yeah. We can't walk this decision back now. A little late. I hear there's no, like, return policy, and I can't put this thing in reverse, so. And also, I will say, and I've said this to Lindsay, I had an overwhelmingly wonderful experience, and my baby has been a joy so far, so not all horror stories are true. I'm manifesting a Farah. She sleeps all the time. She loves a snack. Farah, season 26, (laughs) episode three, minute six, is the only time your mother ever said she loved you. Yes, Now put those boxes down. Farah, listen to this when your mom will not let you play with your Barbies out of the box. (laughs) When you're staring at your Barbies just stacked against a wall for just three days during the holiday season. Something changed in a big way for you. Hey, that's a good segue to our blowdown. Oh, that's perfect. Anyone want to say what happened? Allie guessed it. I did guess it. You have to do the blowdown because you ruined it for all of us. (laughs) You blew it, so you blow it. Yeah. Nice. Okay, so the blowdown was she broke up with Special K, uh, which was not Ken, which was Kevin, who had a— Nor was it ketamine. <laughs> no, nor was it. 
<laughs> Wait, really fast on RuPaul, they did uh, the roast of Carson Kressley, oh, yeah. oh, who yeah, yeah. is one of the original Queer Eye guys. And they, like, gave, like, a little fact sheet about Carson for all the queens, you know, to use. And apparently he's a quite the equestrian. So there was a couple of good, like, we have so much in common. <laughs> you love horses and I love ketamine. Perfect. That's good. So Special K got to crush that roast. Others say you love horses and I love horse cock. <laughs> also Carson. Truly, yeah. That's perfect. The similarities between this story, yeah. Okay, so Special K, not Ken. Yeah, so Special K, he also did have a ketamine problem. So I think that's where he got yes, his Special right. K nickname. But anyway, they broke up and Barbie falls asleep. She's fantasizing about Carson. Wait, Carson, not Cressley. Not Cressley. Ken Carson. Also a blonde beauty. <laughs> Wait, was it her dream in episode one, Allie? Or was her dream in episode two? I don't remember because we recorded back to back. So I could be creeping into episode one. It doesn't matter. Like Danny always says, everybody loves context. Context, context, context. Long story short, she was fantasizing about him in episode two. Because at first we were like, wow, that was really abrupt. So she woke up out of the fantasy and she was like, holy shit, I'm hot for Carson, Mr. Carson. And now um, they're flirting it up and- I can't remember. The big thing is the pool. They were the by pool. the pool. The big thing that you guessed is the pool. Oh, that's right. And she was listening to Fan. Yeah, Allie, Allie, that was a wonderful that. blowdown of episode one. <laughs> Fully blew down episode one. The breakup and the dream were okay, episode I, one. I, I, this is just... Okay, I remember episode two. She was... <laughs> you guys, we recorded back to back last time. She was listening to an uh, audiobook, a steamy erotic audiobook by the pool. Skipper told her to. Headphones... Yeah, Skipper told her to. Could have been a podcast. <laughs> we don't know. Her podcast, or yeah, her audiobook connected to the Bluetooth speakers. And Mr. Carson and his team, they heard the whole thing. And she was really embarrassed and ran into the house. And then Carson came in and was basically like, let's make that fantasy a reality, baby. And that was episode <laughs> one and two blowdown. <laughs> That's great. Fabulous. Yeah. Anything I missed or did I cover it the entire season so I mean, far? the only thing you didn't mention is that that was all happening by the pool. The guys were all working. She was laying out and he had just yeah. installed her Bluetooth speakers. Yeah. And she couldn't figure out what to do. But then she went inside. I like kidnapped. It felt like that was another dream. He appeared and he was like, I think it's really sexy that you were listening to that. Let's. <laughs> I love a girl into audiobooks. <laughs> I like a girl who listens. Let's make like a doll and play. I don't know. Come on, Barbie. Let's go. Pork. <laughs> we need to come up with one of those. Let's get porny. I guess. Let's get Randy. Come on, fannies. My name's Danny. <laughs> come on, fannies. This is my buddy, Randy. <laughs> come on, Barbara. Take your bra off. Barbara, Barbara. <laughs> we'll figure it out. I think without further ado, we should jump into episode three. Yes. Well, let's thank our beautiful author again, Sabrina. Sabrina, edited by Hannah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this story is so great. Thank you. And then, so this is a five-part season, and then there will be an epilogue that we will read on Patreon. So once the season ends, there's a little bit more juice in that squeeze. So hubba hubba. More to come. I was hanging out with friends this weekend, and first of all, one of them said instead of Mattel, middle. She was like, apparently there's a bunch of middle in the works. And we were like, wait, what? That's how she pronounced it. Like she it. thought that was really the name? She was homeschooled. She was homeschooled, doesn't know a single thing about anything. I'm just kidding. Ask her what she knows about dinosaurs. Lindsay <laughs> feels very called out right now. Yeah. <laughs> Lindsay, we were, you weren't homeschooled, were you? When I was really little, I was. Yeah. We lived on a farm. <sighs> Danny, Danny looks visibly upset. There's a timeline where you're still there. There is. And you've already had your seventh child, for sure. <laughs> um <laughs> <laughs> but apparently Mattel has a, a bunch of movies in the works around their toys. I don't know if you heard that, but hear. they've got like a Polly Pocket, yeah. a Hot Wheels, but they're all going to be like mature adult 
not explicit. Oh my gosh, that should be poly, P-O-L-Y pocket should be our story. And it's polyamorous people all living in one tiny house. That's fun. In one pocket. Okay, Sabrina. (laughs) (laughs) Someone has to write that. That's really funny. That'd be so great. Poly pocket. I love that. Poly in your pocket. Is that a poly in your pocket? Are you just just happy happy to to date a bunch of people at once? (laughs) Okay, well. Okay. Let's get into episode three. It's me, right? Yep. Okay. Third, the nerd with the hairy chest. Yep, that's Elin's. What? (laughs) He goes first, the worst, second, the best. Third, the nerd with the hairy chest. Oh, we never said nerd. We just said third is the one. But I like the rhyme. Oh, third is the one. What did you say, Danny? First is the worst, second is the best. Third is the one with the the one. Yep. Oh, really? <laughs> Allie's like, I obviously <laughs> Detroit. <laughs> we didn't know their intelligence level. <laughs> oh, sorry, I wasn't homeschooled. Is that what they said in <laughs> on the farm? Nothing will make me happier than the confidence of Detroitisms. And then it never reached me and Danny. <laughs> Just an advanced species in Michigan. Yeah, you guys. We're like, how can we make this tighter? Third is the nerd. Also nerd, a nerd with the hair on his chest. Huh. Okay. The reality of Carson's desire stood in stark contrast to the fantasy that had tormented her dreams in the best possible way. Heat radiated from his muscular body as he towered over her, the twinkle in his eyes flipping her tummy. He was hard, warm, and oh so desirable. She could see the evidence of his erection already straining against his jeans. Cargo jeans. (laughs) She's like, oh, your hammer is inside your... Oh, it's not. It's your dick. And her fingers itched to explore. One of his hands gently cradled her face while the other moved to her waist, the thumb sliding (laughs) under her. Her (laughs) T-shirt. Just the plastic. A hand already in a cradle formation. (laughs) (laughs) To tease the soft skin there. Electricity followed the gentle touch of his fingertips, hinting at the languid sensuality that she'd fantasized about. Yeah, he's going to need some digit flexibility and not just a hand. That plastic better separate. (laughs) (laughs) Equal nipple tap. (laughs) Boing, 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 boing. His mouth descended slowly, teasing out the moment. When she impatiently closed the distance between them, Barbie felt him smile as she pressed her lips to his. Carson granted her a merest moment before he took charge of the kiss, angling for more control and deeper access as he ravaged her mouth. His mouth was soft and gentle, his teeth biting and soothing her bottom lip before his hand tightened at the nape of her neck and his tongue swept into her mouth in a kiss that left her trembling. However she dreamed about him, the reality was a thousand times better. Barbie's legs hit the back of the sofa and she sat down, gently tracing her hand over. <laughs> now I because remember her knees didn't work. <laughs> yeah. uh, but her her whole hip incisor, you know, like totally rotates. <laughs> she is still facing forward, but her legs. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Barbie's legs hit the back. She's holding him back here. <laughs> of the sofa and she sat down, gently tracing her hand over his chest to the toned ridges of his stomach. He shuddered slightly under her touch, his eyes following every curve of her body. Carson gently pushed her back on the deep magenta velvet, her head supported by a cushion, as he moved to settle between her legs. Instinctively, she wrapped her legs around his waist and pulled his head towards hers for another searing kiss. Barbie could feel the straining length of his hardness pressing against her as he lined up their bodies. Hers responded with a flood of wetness and warmth as she rocked her core against his arousal. You're so hard, she murmured, biting his earlobe and drifting her mouth lower to inhale his irresistible smell from the crook of his neck. You're so hard. Is this rock-hard plastic? (laughs) Yeah, his plastic was always harder than hers, wasn't it? 
Especially around his junk area. Yeah. When you were smashing Barbie and Ken together. Yeah. <laughs> There's no flexibility to that groin. <laughs> Danny, can't hear you. Did you say something? No, I was just clacking the fictional Barbies <laughs> oh, okay. and Ken's. Okay. No, please. I was just clacking. <laughs> his hands were roving her body, tracing above her clothes and then under the fabric, where his fingertips danced across her soft skin. His hands slipped between her legs, groaning when he felt the heat radiating there. He gently pulled the Velcro, (laughs) pulled the Velcro, holding her entire dress up. (laughs) Barbie pulled him closer as her body responded in a way she'd never experienced before. Her heart pounding, slickness coated between her thighs, her breath shallow as she shuddered under the feeling that could be summed up in one word, want. Carson smiled and kissed her again. This time when he stopped to speak, she was ready to pull the t-shirt from his body, her hands gleefully tracing the lines of his strong shoulders and chest. I've wanted this since the first moment I saw you, Carson said as he lazily brushed the hair back from her face. I was worried that it was too soon for you to get involved. Two days ago. Wait, is his whole construction team outside? (laughs) They're pounding away and he's going to be pounding away. Hammering. Yeah. Hey, boss, read jackhammering the the upstairs. Was that part of a remit? (laughs) So to say. I was worried it was too soon for you to get involved. Well, yeah, it is, Barbie said, her tone confused. This isn't serious, Carson. I thought we were just fooling around. I did just break up with someone. Whoa, I'm not proposing marriage, Barbie, but this does mean something to me. Carson sounded defensive as he pulled away to sit up on the sofa. I, uh, God, I'm confused. You never said that. You never asked me to be with you. Never asked me to be your girlfriend or partner or whatever. Barbie let her head fall into her hands. Yes, I did, he exclaimed, standing up, snatching his shirt from the floor. That's exactly what I asked you. Carson, no, Barbie said anxiously, sitting up and moving against the armrest of the sofa. You asked me to be your good girl. I thought... That's what I call my freaking girlfriend, Barbie. Don't you listen? God, dig the plastic out of your ears. Be my good girl means will you marry me? Grow up. My loyal golden retriever who is a good girl. Carson stopped pulling on his shirt to glare at her, shaking his head in disbelief as she muttered to herself. You thought what, Barbie? Tell me. His glorious chest disappeared underneath the navy shirt, momentarily distracting her. I thought, I thought that you were asking me to be your good girl, you know, as in a sex thing. I didn't know that you were talking about an actual relationship, otherwise I would have never... She trailed off, watching his face as hurt and anger jostled for a position while he shoved his hands through his thick brown hair. <laughs> she like, she's like fighting with him. She's like, as his nipples disappeared, as his <laughs> thick brown hair... <laughs> I'm not going to love you, she said as she watched his tongue dance. (laughs) His sapphire blue eyes darkened as they stared into hers. She felt safe, anchored, but also slightly overwhelmed by what this gorgeous man was offering. Barbie's gaze dropped as she fought the urge to lean into his touch. The calluses on his fingers gently traced from her cheekbone to her jaw before cupping her face and lifting her eyes back to his. You're a queen. You lower your eyes to no man. His voice was gruff, slightly hoarse as he spoke. I know you've just broken up with someone, and I don't want to make you uncomfortable. Carson took a deep breath. I won't touch you until you ask me to, but when you do, know that I won't ever want to let you go. His lips softly pressed against her forehead, and his hand tightened slightly against the sides of her throat. Then he left, gently (laughs) shutting the door behind him. Choked (laughs) her out. Snapped her neck. (laughs) As his glorious ass walked out the door. An ass so tight you could bounce a quarter off of it. Wow. What a lover boy. Well, the D dude is just going to go, dun, 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 dun. That's my come on, Barbie. Or what's yours, Allie? 
I was gonna say we could do me and Lindsay were singing <laughs> Hope of Stink before we got on here. Go on. <laughs> do 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 <laughs> I mentioned Hoop of Stink. I don't remember why. And I was like, oh, I wish I could like recall that what's their hit song. And without even missing a beat, Allie's like, I'm not a perfect person. <laughs> I was like, whoa. So Allie's a secret Hooba stank. Secret Hooba stanker. Skank. She's a little stanker. A little Hooba stanker. <laughs> I would love to see what's on the iPod Nano shuffle in Allie's brain. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly. You don't want to know. That was filled in 2006 and never <laughs> updated. The Barbie Aqua song has been playing on repeat for 15 years. <laughs> I keep doing Venga Boys. Ding, 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 Boys and Aqua sound a little alike. They do. I was in a meeting today and, and Enrique Iglesias started talking and somebody was like, he didn't get the love that he deserved. And I'm like, what? They were like, oh yeah, everybody loved Ricky Martin. I'm like, are you like team Enrique Iglesias in 2023? <laughs> like justice for Enrique. I'm like, didn't he do fine? Like, did I miss? He was with Anna Kornikova. They were like a hot couple back in the early 2000s. Wait, are they still together? I think he did just fine. Justice for Enrique. <laughs> I think he's also like really popular in Spanish-speaking countries. Right. I mean, but so she's saying compared to Ricky Martin, like he never got his fair shake. People loved Ricky Martin over Enrique. But Speaking of Ricky Martin, he's getting divorced after six years with his husband. Just saw that little headline. He looks like a Ken doll. He does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Could see him poolside. And that has been 90s celebrity <laughs> updates. <laughs> that was us dripping out some content for our new podcast. <laughs> what? Where are they now? We just covered Venga Boys, Hoobastank, Ricky Martin, Ricky Inglesias, and Aqua. So you're welcome. <laughs> I managed to make eye contact with the crew, Barbie joked to Carson the next morning as he started to pull tools out of his truck shortly after dawn, out of his Uber. <laughs> pulled tool out of his pants. <laughs> oh. I don't know what you said to them, but they're calling me ma'am now, and without a hint of irony. No jokes, no asking for audiobook recommendations. A small smile appeared on his full mouth. It's probably for the best, Barbie quipped. Skipper is really the one to talk to for the book recs. Of course, whether you want people to know what you're reading is a completely different matter. She clutched her coffee mug, wielding it as if it were a shield against awkward conversations and sexual tension. Carson, she said softly, we haven't talked about what happened. Barbie, I know what you're going to say, and I understand, Carson sighed, but I'm no one's rebound or plaything. You are a doll. Of course I'm attracted to you, but I want a relationship. I'm not in the market for fucking around and acting like it doesn't mean anything. So why don't you take the time you need, do what you need to do, and let me know if you want a date. I'm a grown-ass man. I'm not here to mess around. I'm just like in shock that Carson, just he went zero to a hundred. Carson's like the guy that like has been to like two therapy sessions and now like thinks, you know what I mean? I'm like, just there's still nuance here. He thinks his like EQ is off the charts. Yeah. Yeah. Barbie fumbled for words, but as she stepped forward to say something, someone came up the driveway with a huge bouquet of white flowers. Kevin always sent her white roses. The color drained from Barbie's face as she backed away slowly from the smiling mailman, her open palm raised in a gesture of defeat. I'll take those, Carlin's... Carlin? Carlin? George Carlin. So weird that he was here. So strange. Carson (laughs) said affably to the older man, glancing in Barbie's direction. He gestured to the bouquet as if they didn't both know it was her ex-fiance trying to get her back. If you don't want these, I can just redirect them to the guys' families. I know there's at least one grandmother's birthday coming up, and if any more arrive, then I'm sure one of the guys will be in the doghouse with his girlfriend by then. Barbie nodded and instinctively grabbed his hand. 
Thank you, she said seriously. There was a long pause, but it didn't feel uncomfortable. They just stood there, each soaking in the presence of the other. So, they said at the same time, laughing awkwardly before they both headed into the house. Also, aren't white flowers for, like, grieving and mourning? Like, peace? Maybe he's mourning the relationship. But it says it always Mm. did it. Oh, we always did. He's always pre-mourning. Kevin seems like a guy that would, like, always wear white suits as well. Mm, he like, does. he's just like, this is my— He's probably had to apologize a lot in White Roses. <laughs> yeah. Also, I love that that's a real man and a good boss who knows upcoming grandmother's birthdays. <laughs> <laughs> I need Carson to, like, cool his jets a little bit. He's at 100. He's playing, like, the best guy. It's like, hey, can you finish building the pool before you're going to try to build a life with me? <laughs> <laughs> deet, doot, doot, deet. Despite the question mark hanging over their situationship, Barbie was surprised when Carson arrived around noon with a Cuban sandwich. (laughs) It's like my dream. (laughs) What? (laughs) Over the next few weeks, sometimes he'd bring her tacos or sandwiches at lunchtime. Other times, she'd heat up leftovers from the night before. She'd never really had a chance to cook, but between the construction crew, there was a veritable feast of world cuisine. It had taken time to learn some of Carson's tastes, but Barbie paid attention. She never told him that she deliberately made his favorite meals at night so she could share leftovers with him the next day. Every day she'd study, he'd work, then they'd meet in the kitchen to eat and talk about everything from their day to their hobbies and families. What I'd like to know is why you don't talk about what you're studying. You deflect, change the subject, or make a joke. I won't laugh at you, Barbie. You're too important. He cut off. I would never. Wait, what do we think Barbie's studying? Mm. Now we have to guess. Is she pulling a Kim K and is she studying law? Danny guessed that last time. Yeah. What wouldn't she want to talk about? Maybe like a drug addiction counselor. She's going to have an intervention with Kevin. (laughs) Yeah, I feel like it's like social work or something and she doesn't want to brag that she's being a good person. Or a nurse. There's Barbie nurses. I mean, Barbie can be whatever she wants. Barbie was all the careers, wasn't she? She was, yeah. Totally. Maybe she's into like romance literature. (gasps) Maybe she's going to be an author. You know, and then she's like, oh, no, it's Skipper. Oh, wait, but it's actually me. That's a possibility. Oh, we're about to get our answer. Oh, God. I could have just looked at the page. <laughs> Barbie took a deep breath. I'm actually studying neuroscience. There we go. So, so just what we said. So just what we said. We're not the neuroscientists. She is. <laughs> <laughs> Hard to believe. We are but humble podcasters. <laughs> <laughs> she took another bite of the Reuben he'd picked up from a nearby food truck as she waited for the disbelief or shock to flit across his face the way it usually did for men. But Carson just nodded seriously. Why neuroscience? He crossed his arms and leaned onto the kitchen island, his eyes still staring into hers. I'm interested in the way the brain's speech centers control people's ability to talk and sing. I want to help develop tools to support people with neurological conditions who struggle or can't communicate through speech. Barbie. Barbie fixated on the corner of the kitchen island, rubbing her thumb nervously against the surface as she avoided his eyes. Makes sense, Carson tilted his head as if he could see right inside her, truly see her. Why, Barbie snorted. (laughs) Well, you were the star of a kid's TV show, and after that, you were a pop star, the darling of good girls everywhere. (laughs) Good girl means girlfriend. (laughs) The darling of girlfriends everywhere. That came with a very highly publicized morality clause in your contract. Take the singing and the contractual purity, and it makes sense that you'd be invested in the mechanics of how people have a voice. (laughs) My guess would have been contract law, so no one else gets stuck with another shitty contract like that. But this fits, too. You pulled all that together? Barbie looked at him, stunned. Barbie, there's not much that I miss about you. And given how smart you are, because, yeah, I see that too. I'm not remotely surprised. Carson's given big swim fan energy right now. (laughs) (laughs) 
Carson has been digging through her archives. Yeah, I thought you were going to become a seamstress for when you tore that yellow dress in the 2018 <laughs> Oscars gala. She's like, okay. Barbie swallowed, staring at the man in front of her. Sure, he was ridiculously handsome, but California was full of pretty boys. Most people didn't look past her pretty face, long hair, and curvaceous figure. But here, with this man, there was something different. He was unlike anything she'd ever experienced before. How crazy would she have to be not to take a chance on a man like him? So, he said casually as he leaned over to snag the pickle she'd left on the side of her plate, taking a bite. I was actually wondering what you wanted to do about the space at the back of the house. You could make a nice office, a good place to study, or even a recording studio if that's what you want. I feel like Carson's about to suggest like a nursery so they can have kids. Carson is at like a 10. <laughs> Truly. Or, I don't know, in-law suite or I don't know, whatever. <laughs> My parents visit. <laughs> I don't know, a place for, like, a guy you really like that's fixing up your house to spend the night sometimes? <laughs> place to keep my tools? <laughs> this Uber is getting really costly. <laughs> Can it be a garage? <laughs> Barbie stole back the same pickle and bit into it with a smile as she pondered the answer to his question. Oh, pickle play. Ooh. What happened with my contract, as you said? It was very well publicized, she said resignedly. It got a lot of attention when the story broke, and yeah, the network rushed to do damage control. They finally removed the class completely because I was already in my 20s. Carson leaned in, his full attention on Barbie. But people's expectations, the way they see me, the way I'm supposed to act, how I'm supposed to be perfect all the time, it's just changed music for me. I don't think I can sing anymore. My life is supposed to be a fashion fairy tale in a diamond castle on top of the world all the time. She could see the concern in his eyes. Hence why your Malibu dream house and your independence is so important to you, Carson said softly. This is your place where you could regroup, recharge, and come home after you dance the night away. <laughs> exactly. Barbie whispered as she stared back at him. Well, how will we get to that room last? Give it some thought. We can always turn it into a library for all of your college books. <laughs> <laughs> college textbooks are so ugly. I was just picturing what an ugly library that would be. They're all so tall. <laughs> Used, penis drawn in textbooks. Like the USB, like. <laughs> yeah, barcodes Not on the USB, side. the barcodes, Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You've got time. For what it's worth, I like the pink sofa. He winked as he cleared the table. Carson moved to the sink, rinsing their plates and stacking the dishwasher, giving Barbie a perfect view of his toned shoulders and arms. But when he turned around and leaned against the counter, a feeling of warmth trailed through her, swiftly followed by contentment. Even just sitting in the kitchen talking to him was already the highlight of her day. Um, Carson? Barbie started. She was definitely blushing now. Yeah, baby. I mean, Barbie. <laughs> he looked flustered. What you said before, that day, on the sofa. His eyes narrowed as they drilled into hers. Barbie felt frozen in place under the weight of his attention. She coughed to clear her throat as she continued. I've been thinking about what you said, about being your girl. I want to, no, I need to take it slow, but I want you. I want to try. Barbie, I'm happy to wait. I'm sorry I walked out, but I'll wait until you're ready. Carson's eyes were earnest as they met hers. Barbie shook her head, taking in the charismatic man in front of her. Slow but steady is good. I want to be your girl. I want to be your good girl. <laughs> as Carson walked slowly across the kitchen, Barbie wondered if this was how gazelles felt as they were approached by lions, unable to move in the face of such captivating and seductive power. In that moment, as the words left her mouth, he was at her side. Barbie found herself out of her chair, turned around, and deposited on the kitchen island while he stood between her open thighs. He grasped her knees and pulled her closer to him before cupping her face in both hands. 
She loved the calluses, the feeling of his large hands, feeling the strength that he tempered to touch her with a reverence that bordered on veneration. Hmm. When his mouth touched hers, Barbie knew that that kiss would change everything. His lips were soft and warm as they brushed against hers, gently coaxing an opening before his tongue teased against her own. They both sighed as the kiss deepened, sharing a breath as his mouth claimed hers. Carson gently bit Barbie's lip before he kissed away the sting, his tongue teasing, inviting her to tempt and tangle with his own. Her hands drifted up his arms to his shoulders before trailing through his hair. She tugged slightly and he groaned, pulling her flush against his body, one hand wrapped around her waist, the other moving to the nape of her neck. Up until now, the kiss had been gentle, but Barbie acutely felt when the moment turned from romantic to unequivocally sexual. She felt Carson's hardness press against her center, her core increasing in warmth as wetness bloomed with her rising need. Carson pulled away, breaking the kiss as he pulled off the t-shirt she was wearing, exposing a pink lace bralette. His mouth made its way down her neck, licking, lightly sucking and kissing until he found the sweet spot that made her shudder in his arms. You're so perfect, Carson whispered. You feel so good in my arms. I love the way you respond to me, baby. I can't believe he's on the clock right now. (laughs) (laughs) For some reason, I'm thinking it's night. Is it not nighttime? I don't know. I feel like his whole crew's outside. Is lunch? Yeah. When Carson slid his huge hands up her thighs, Barbie's legs naturally opened further to give him better access. Placing her hands on the counter and arching her back, she felt molten and powerful in his languid moment of decadent passion. In this languid moment. Have you guys ever accidentally had a Barbie melt? (laughs) No. You put them in the oven, didn't you? Or in the sun. Like people put them in the sun. No, I mean, not me. Not behind a glass showcase. Not you. I did not actively try to burn them, but I do remember my sister having some burnt ones with like the hand was just like, maybe it was chewed. Maybe it wasn't burnt. It was chewed. <laughs> I was like, it feels like dogs. We Our dogs got a hold of like their hands and their feet. Yeah. Maybe that was it. <laughs> I'm just picturing her, you know, like molten and powerful. She's like, oh no. <laughs> no. Our dog couldn't get past the double pane glass, the security system. Security the- system. <laughs> The laser alarm. I just pictured your dog, like Tom Cruise in Mission Impossible, floating over the stuff trying to get it. (laughs) His thumbs gently traced her sex, feeling the warmth that pooled there, and Barbie gasped as she pressed against him, seeking the contact she needed. You have no idea what you do to me. I want to make you come. Is that what you want? Carson's voice was low with arousal. I want my mouth on you. Can I make you feel good, baby? Barbie nodded, gasping for breath as she writhed against his touch. She couldn't help but be surprised at his clear intentions. Her ex had always acted like oral sex was such a chore. This was the first time she hadn't had to ask. Kevin, you're such a good girl. You make me so happy, said Carson. Anything you want, anything you need, you come to me and only me and I'll take care of you. The end of the episode. Oh, boy. Carson. Carson's not playing any games. He's like, we're going to do this, and when I do this, you're going to be turned into molten lava. You're going to like it, and it's going to happen. A lot. Holy smoke. Do you think he's trying to get a pay bump on the project? (laughs) A pay hump? Okay, I've got uh, eight guys, three days a week, (laughs) and then we also have the supervisor, five days a week, and one oral. I see oral, oral, oral on the line item. (laughs) Oh. What's 69 code for? Oh, okay, okay. 69,000 for the oral. A flood in her foundation. Got to fix that loose pipe. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's sing. And what is it that our box is open or closed, right? And we want it open. We want to be able to play with our Barbie. Yeah.
When the episode ends, check your underpants. Is your box, box open, open or, or closed? Or not? Or not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a perfect Barbie. <laughs> She isn't perfect. She had she signed a contract that she had to be a morality clause in her contract. We got so much backstory, Danny. I feel like that alone should give oh, your context. should open your box up. Context. My box is open. <laughs> I love a neuroscientist. I love flooding floors. I love the consent. You know, he said, "No, not for me. If we're going to do this, we'll do this." So yeah, I've actually thrown out the boxes. I'm not even keeping them in the attic. To re-put the Barbies back in. They're out of here. There is zero resale value. Zero. I love it. No plans of reselling. Next chapter, I'm letting my dog chew on an arm. (laughs) I'm telling you that. Um, My Barbies are also on display. On the mantle, on the fireplace, heating things up, on the kitchen counter, on top of books so you can't be too loud. Mm. You sound like Shaggy listing off all the places he didn't have sex. <laughs> ludicrous. I sound like ludicrous. <laughs> it wasn't me. No, it wasn't me. It's Shaggy, isn't it? Call me on the counter. Call me on the counter. Library on top of books, so you can't be too loud. It wasn't me. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm saying. I hear you. Yeah, yeah. On the yeah. sofa. Yeah, it wasn't it me. Wasn't but me. yes, ludicrous too. <laughs> yeah, so I'm ready for some drilling. <laughs> Let's <laughs> plug in that power tool and someone needs to get nailed. Yeah. Truly, yep. Someone needs to get now. <laughs> my, my box is open. I'm just like, I'm having a hard time with uh, Carson is very like serious and intense. But mm-hmm. I think that's going to translate well into the bedroom. Like I think he's going to show her a great time. And I can't believe she used to have to ask every time. She has to ask Kevin to like make her come. So Carson's going to do it right. I don't know how ketamine is uh, consumed, but she should have sprinkled some on her cooter. <laughs> hey, do you want some of my ketamine for my cooter? <laughs> cooter mean? My cooter mean? God damn it. <laughs> oh, the only way I can get him to go down on me is if I sprinkle it on. Now, I will say it does make me feel uncomfortable as it is. has <laughs> lost all feeling and is on the couch in a K-hole, but... <laughs> <laughs> Does give new meaning to K-hole, I guess. Yeah, totally. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, well, we will see you guys next time. There's two episodes left. I feel like I need – I want Kevin to make, like, a really embarrassing display of, like, trying to get Barbie back. Yeah. And Carson is, like, fights him or something. He pushes him in the pool with his big, callous, sexy hands. Yeah. <laughs> and then Kevin tries to grab him and hangs on to the hammer hook on his cargo pants, and they yeah. both fall in. They start kissing. And then Carson throws a Cuban sandwich right at his face in the pool. (laughs) Not the Reuben. And Barbie's like, don't waste the lunch. I love the Cuban sandwich made a cameo, a Reuben. Just sandwiches. Only sandwiches that rhyme with Ubin are allowed. And that's the beginning and the end of the list right there. The Ubin sandwiches. (laughs) Oh, man. Okay. Okay, guys, we'll see. Stupid. Okay. Bye, everyone. Bye. For an extra dose of bonkers entertainment, join our Patreon where you can access hundreds of hours of unreleased content and bonus episodes featuring your favorite fandoms, plus the ones we'd never dare to read on the pod. Head to patreon.com forward slash fangasm to get in on the action. For a regular hookup, make sure to subscribe to the show everywhere you listen. And if we've left you satisfied, ew, leave a five-star review or higher. 
For updates, merch, or to submit a story, visit fangasmpodcast.com. And thanks to thousands of other listeners, the fun never sleeps over on our private Facebook group, The Fanny Pack. Click the link in the show notes to join. Once you're in, (laughs) check out the 20-plus listener-led groups that cover everything from pets to pot to pen pals. 